Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I am excited to be talking about what we're talking about tonight, which is Step 1, Awareness. And the subject tonight is healing. So I'm excited to get into this and how does healing have to do with awareness? Uh, but first, let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing amazing. I am enjoying this fall-like weather and just cuddled up in my blankie and ready to enjoy our conversation. Well, good. No falling asleep, though. Uh, It has (laughs) been nice for it to finally be cold. And I know that Mm -hmm. what we consider cold is probably not what other people in the country consider cold. Um, But it is finally cold. I wore a sweatshirt Mm -hmm. all day. (laughs) (laughs) So got my fuzzy socks on and cuddled up in my bed, not at the moment. But I have been, and um, it has definitely been nice. And I think that if we could tie this into awareness somehow, I think that um, knowing what nurtures us and what um, fills our cup or what makes us feel warm and cozy, like our blanket and our fuzzy socks, um, is a great way to support ourselves when we're going through something that takes a little bit more energy like healing. And so I, I'd like to ask you, Terry, what, what do you feel like um, awareness has to do with healing or how having awareness around what we what we want to heal supports us. I actually had a conversation with a potential client today about this very um, issue or this content of awareness leading us or guiding us or assisting us to a space of healing. And I think that when we're aware and we were really talking about our wheel of fear and some of you will know what that is and some of you may not, but I'll just quickly say that our wheel of fear is what is it that triggers us to get into self-destructive behaviors? Um, There's something that triggers us to sabotage ourselves and to beat ourselves up and, and to choose behaviors and reactions that lead us to more fear that keep us then trapped on this wheel of fear. And so we're talking about that. And I was explaining to her that that's one of the really unique components of fearless living is discovering your trigger, your will of fear, and then your essential nature and your will of freedom and how you can exit your will of fear through proactive behaviors to be on your will of freedom, which is where you're being true to yourself, where you're living your essential nature, who you were created to be. And so I think when we're aware of what triggers us and we're aware of 
our self-destructive behaviors. And just for example, being overreactive, becoming angry, not because somebody really, you know, people can't make us angry, right? We, we can only react with anger that comes from within us. And how being aware of that and what that feels like in your body, what that feels like in your soul, what, that, what comes out of your mouth when you're in that, what actions do you take, what thoughts do you have? Being aware that that's what's happening, that you're being triggered, that you're beginning a cycle of destructive behavior, self-destructive behavior that's often spewed out on others and hurts others as well. And being aware of that. It wasn't until I went through Fearless Living was coached myself and went through the program that I even understood that my anger was being triggered by something I believed that wasn't true. And that being able to identify my self-destructive behaviors, being aware that I was, you know, I was being self-destructive and that behavior was also hurting others that I loved that I was able to do something about it. And I think that's where awareness comes in, where it has such power to heal us, to heal us from our own, our own, you know, self-destructive behaviors, our own thoughts, our own actions, our own words that lead us deeper into fear to where we get like a, like a little, you know, gerbil stuck on a wheel going around and around and around and it just escalates. So we might start out angry and then we become just volatile and then we doubt. Or I mean, there's a variety of, of ways that people react when they're triggered and they're feared that they're triggered to be fearful. And so that awareness allows you then to start to build productive or, or proactive behaviors that will help you to not react in a self-destructive way, but to react in a proactive way that builds you up, that lets you access the love you have for yourself so that you can fill your cup and love others. And how that's really all starts with awareness. And that's why it's the first step. So depending on where you are in your process, where you are in your life, you know, where you are in your journey, that healing power of awareness can help you get off of your wheel of fear, that 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 cycle of self-destruction onto a proactive arena that allows you to to love and be loved and to give and to receive and to be whom you were created to be. And the more aware you are triggers you to to get trapped in fear, the more you can be aware of what brings you out of that cycle. So it's really about awareness. And once you're aware, then you're willing, right? You can start doing something. You can start taking actions. You can start telling, talking to yourself in a positive way. You can start using numerous strategies that are uh, abundant in the world of self-improvement um, that will help you then to be true to yourself, true to whom you were created to be, and have that wholeness of joy and peace and trust in yourself. So awareness is definitely the beginning to healing. Yeah, I agree. I think that we definitely need to be aware of our triggers and aware of what sets us off, however you want to say it, Um, aware of those things where we're a little bit more sensitive. Um, Our filters may be a little skewed. Um, We might hear something 
uh, a little bit more derogatory or um, mean, uh, meaner than um, it was intended, right? We might um, we might sense someone's tone or um, you know whatever it might be where we take and escalate, excuse me, and escalate the the situation, excuse me, the situation because. Um, we're triggered, right? And having awareness around the the situations or the subjects where we're sensitive is is really good to know uh, because then we don't. Well, we can practice not putting ourselves um, in that. Uh, in that space of react, reacting to uh, the situation in a way that doesn't align with us. And I think that yeah. also awareness around, um, around this brings, uh, brings some healing to our past. Um, the reason why we've act this, acted this way in the past is because of these triggers or because we didn't know any difference. We didn't know that there was a different way to behave. We didn't know there was a different way to um, to handle ourselves or handle the situation. And now that we're learning new new tools and we're gaining skills and we're practicing, we're we're getting better. And so we can see that in the past we didn't have that. And so we can start to see our innocence. A little bit more and that helps us to heal as well it helps us to forgive ourselves it helps us to forgive others and heal that um, that pain that we might have with someone else who acted in their fear and behaved out of alignment with their with who they are um, because we yeah. see that those choices were motivated by their fear and so as we have innocence you know, as we see innocence and feel innocent or give ourselves that um, that healing and that forgiveness, we can then uh, give it to others. And that causes even more healing to take place. So I think that awareness is a very, um, a very powerful uh, thing for us to engage in. And yeah, that's what I, that's what I really like about, you know, being able to take a whole month to uh, explore one of the, you know, the steps. I mean, we, we, we do a workshop where we do it in three days. We look at all 12, all 12 steps and it's an amazing workshop and we love doing it. But what I like about our, our program and what, how we support the program by doing this podcast is that we take a whole month to look at a step. And so we can get much deeper into the concept and the rigor of the of the power of each step. And I think, yeah, when we say awareness is the first step, yeah, everybody can agree. Awareness is the first step to any change. And that's what the whole journey of the 12 Steps to Freedom is, to see where we are, we see where we want to go, and then we, we're going to take steps to get there. And when you think about awareness, and the healing power of awareness. And I like what you said about, uh, you know, healing the past, because now that you're aware of 
you know, perhaps what was underneath, the why underneath the reaction, then you can you can really forgive yourself because you can't do what you don't know how to do and what you've never even been exposed to. So that's the power in the 12 steps of freedom. And I think also when we when we are aware of our own processing, and like you said, then we can be more aware of others processing too and then not get sucked into reacting to other people when they're engaged in self-destructive behaviors, which can be, you know, directed at us like for me anger being a self-destructive behavior i i didn't always direct it to myself consciously although subconsciously that's exactly what i was doing i would lash out at other people and so i think that is really important because as we learn that and we heal the past we forgive ourselves and we can set boundaries and we can then you know operate within those boundaries knowing that we can see our own innocence and we can see the innocence of others, yet we're not going to get sucked into the self-destructive behaviors that other people are aiming at us when it's really not about us. It's about them. And having that mm-hmm. capacity to to uh, recognize that when you're seeing others' innocence as well, but not getting into the, you know, getting into it with them and just accepting it's it's an issue that they're struggling with and by loving and seeing their innocence, we can not get get involved, but we can ask ourselves, you know, that all-encompassing famous question of is it true or is it? am I making it up? And just really mm-hmm. keep the boundary of not getting sucked into other people's drama. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of like unconditional love, too. You know, you're not going to – there's a boundary when you talk about unconditional love. Uh, you can love a person in all circumstances, but you're not going to be sucked into the drama or you're not going to enable that person either, you know. And also, you know, being um, being loving or seeing someone's innocence or giving them the benefit of the doubt or noticing that this isn't you, this is them, uh, yeah, doesn't mean that we allow ourselves to be verbally abused or... Right. abused or um, mistreated in any way. And that, like I, um, like you said, with the boundaries, I like that you brought that up, um, is that we can see that it's their fear. We can see that it's not them that is making these choices. It's their fear. Though that doesn't mean that we need to interact with their fear in any way. Right. So. Yeah. Fear talking to fear, fear interacting with fear, nothing good can ever come of it. And if we can stay in freedom and coax their freedom out, then it's freedom talking to freedom and all good things can happen there. So, yeah. you know, and that's going to be a practice. It's not, it's not easy to do. It's definitely not easy for me to do. Um, and you have to Stay really aware of what's going on with you and yeah. um, reminding yourself that's their fear, not mine. Um, you know, this is something going on with me, not me. Um, and really uh, stay in that freedom mindset and, um, and interact with the person 
um, in a way where you can stay in that mindset. I have this goal. My, uh, my, my first best friend, that's what I call her, um, you know, I would get frustrated with her and I would, you know, have my little, my little fit and she would be like, I love you. <laughs> and it would irritate me even more because she's not like reacting to my fit. She's, um, she's just expressing her love. <laughs> and now I think it's, I think it's, you know, so clever of her. She, she probably will always be smarter than me, but, um, so clever of her to, to react to me that way. And I think, how did she learn how to do that? Um, Mm -hmm. after mom, but, uh, but just, um, being able to, to allow someone to have their emotions and deal and process with what's going on with them and not, as, as you said, not getting sucked into it. Um, you know, uh, I think that that is, it's, um, it's doable and it's, it's a matter of setting an intention and, and practicing that intention every day. And I think, and I think that, you know, to be able to practice an intention, it's all day awareness. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a key ingredient in being able to practice your intention because if you're not aware then you don't remember what your intention is and you won't be able to know if you're practicing it (laughs) (laughs) what is it uh well i was just going to say being being in the state of awareness is uh is really a form of self-care and in order to be aware there's all there's so many other components to self care that allow you to have that that level of um, attentiveness. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're not hydrating, you're not eating, and you're not exercising, and you're not you know whether you have a spiritual routine of uh, meditating or praying or wh- whatever it is that that feeds your soul that keeps that self care to you, it's really hard to be aware when you're tired. It's really hard mm-hmm. to be aware when you're you're hungry and and your body doesn't have the proper nutrition, or you you know you haven't done any movement, and so that's why it's so important to you know you have to think of the whole your the wholeness of you. You know you're you're a physical being, you're a social, you're an emotional, you're a spiritual uh, being, and and how do you care for that being in order to be fully aware and so that means Mm -hmm. all those areas that you that you want to be aware of and and it doesn't I mean it's I don't think it's overwhelming I think it's just good self-care and and it's not going to be a hundred percent of the time right but when you haven't taken when you haven't taken care of yourself and you're just tired and then then you just can fall into that you know that old habit or that old pattern of believing, uh, you know that you're not good enough, and then coming up with self-destructive behaviors. And uh, I just feel like it's a cycle that we can fall into when we're not taking care of our the, the whole of us, our being. 
And so that's why we talk about routines, you know, that what routines do you have in the morning when you get up? What, and you'll hear every person who talks about personal development and good health talking about routines in the morning, routines in the evening, so that you, you're caring for your, for your being. And then it's that awareness of how important that is then allows you to, to carry that awareness forward into relationships into, you know, moments where your emotions could could uh, cause your awareness and then you get into the fray of the drama. You know, so there's so much to our our self care that allows us to take these to take these steps and internalize them. Because when I'm tired it's very easy for me to fall into being triggered. Uh, much more um, likely that I'm going to get triggered because I'm I'm just not aware. I'm I I can't pay attention to things because my body is saying go to sleep. You know, you're tired. You're weary. You, you need to rege- regenerate your energy. And listening to our body during those periods of time really is an, a form of awareness. A form of awareness that helps us to heal our body in a way that we can be more aware in other emotional situations and spiritual and social situations so that we are physically aware of what our our body's telling us. And I mean, sometimes I'll just take, I'll take a 10, 20 minute nap just because my body tells me, lady, you need some, you need to take a break here and you need to rest, <laughs> get a, get some water, get a, take a rest. Is that why your body your talks to you? It does. It tells me, hey, girl, get with it. (laughs) No, but I I love that you brought up that of of the different uh, categories of health, Um, you know, our mental, our physical, our emotional um, health that um, we address with self-care. And when we're not, being aware of our body and our mind and our uh, spiritual self, then it's going to be very hard on us. Um, And it's going to be quite challenging to um, shift from fear to freedom. And so that Mm -hmm. awareness will bring healing to our bodies and our minds and our spirits because we will start to take care of them and we will know how best to take care of them because we are being aware of it. We are seeking it out. We are learning what takes care of our mental health, what takes care of our emotional health, what takes care of our physical health, what takes care of our spiritual health. And when we do those things, that will be us healing ourselves. And so it is another way that awareness heals. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I mean, as we go through these steps, that, that uh, you know, the awareness is, is the first step because we can be aware of the wazoo and not change anything, right? Yep. When you hear people mm-hmm. say that, you know, I, this is something I've heard people say my whole life. This is the way I am. You can take it or leave it. And I think yeah. that, yeah, they're aware. They're aware that they are easily um, agitated. They're aware that they 
have a temper or they're aware that they don't take care of their body, but then they never do anything. So in order for awareness to, to really make a difference, we have to take the next step as well, right? And that's yeah. getting we're the knowledge and the strategy. <laughs> I know we're not there yet, but I just think that, you know, we're saying awareness can heal you, but awareness can heal you if you take it to the next step, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's, just it's a layer. Yourself. Yeah, it's a layer. It's a layering effect. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. awareness will take it to a certain level, but for you to actually heal something, um, there's going to need to be some action involved with that awareness. But I think that awareness on its own takes you to that place where you can then ask yourself, are you going to make any changes? Yeah, absolutely. And then you'll need further awareness to know what those changes are and further awareness to know how to do those things that you have now discovered that you need to do, <laughs> right? So awareness oh, yeah. is going to be yeah. along, along your journey through all of the steps. Um, awareness is a part of each step. And so um, we're not just doing awareness this month and then leaving it behind. It's coming with us. And I think that's right. a beautiful part of the 12 steps that they – all work together uh, and that one comes forward um, when you need it and then another will come forward when you need that um, and that's why we love teaching them um, over and over again because there's so much more to learn about each of the steps I learn something every time we we do one a month every time you know we repeat and do a new season. I am still learning um, about awareness. Yep. So I um, I love that we've had this conversation together, Terry. Um, I uh, thank you for being here with me and for us um, continuing to hold this space for our listeners to come and learn more about the 12 Steps to Freedom. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we are almost out of time. So I want to thank you all for coming, invite you to come back next week. We would love to have you as we wrap up the first step of awareness. And we want to remind you that the 12 Steps for Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can find out everything of Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. And we would love for you to go and check that out. We have a workshop this week on Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, one hour complimentary And we would love for you to be there. We're going to be talking about the tool of acknowledgement. And we would love to share that with you. We already have a few people coming, and the more the merrier. So um, contact me or Terry or go on the website and get registered, and we would love to see you there Wednesday night. 
also, this weekend, Terry and I will be in L.A. supporting Rhonda Britton with the Fearless Foundation Workshop. And we are super excited to be there with all of those participants and Rhonda and gaining even more insight into the Fearless Living Tools. We're excited to be there, not only with Rhonda and the participants, but the wonderful coaches that are going to be with us supporting as well. We love our coaches. So uh, please continue to keep checking in, check the website, get on the Facebook page. There's so much there um, every day for you to inspire you and support you in learning more about each step. This month of awareness, we have posted um, all kinds of articles that you can read and um, quotes and um, uh, content for you to uh, get closer and closer to a better understanding of awareness. Um, And with that, everybody, We'll see you next week. Be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.